This is the Read to Lead podcast, episode 437. Hi, everyone. This is Daniel Pink, author of To Sell as Human, and you're about to enjoy another fascinating episode of the Read to Lead podcast with my friend Jeff Brown. Is your appetite for learning far greater than the time you have available to process what you've learned? Do you want a better process for retaining what resonates with you and ultimately being able to express it in your own way? Hi, I'm Jeff Brown, and this is the Read to Lead podcast, the podcast that is dedicated to your personal and professional growth. This is normally the point where I say each and every week we welcome another successful and inspiring author and we talk about his or her latest book. Sound familiar? Well, this week it's solo episode week. It's just you and me. And we're going to dive into today specifically your note-taking archetype. Did you know there are note-taking archetypes? Do you know which one you are? Well, today you're going to get some insight into that. And I'm going to help you decide along with that what note-taking app, what notes app you should ultimately be using, particularly for capturing notes from those digital sources, things like your eBooks, web articles, podcasts like this one, maybe videos on YouTube, etc. So strap in and let's get started. I first learned about the concept of note-taking archetypes from Anne Lure LeCompf over at Ness Labs. And I I think it's important to understand these. I found that when I discovered and understood note-taking archetypes, I immediately realized that for me personally, I had been using the wrong notes app for decades, and it had hindered my ability to be a productive creator. Now, whether or not you think of yourself as a creator, you are. We all are. Now, maybe what you create isn't consumed publicly, like say this podcast, maybe you're not a YouTuber, or maybe you're not an author or even a blogger, but you still create publicly every single day with the work that you do. That could be in conversations, in a meeting, that could be via email, that could be in a presentation you're creating to give to a a faction at work or in some other venue. So just because you don't create in a more front-facing way, don't discount your creativity. You might discover today, like I did, not all that long ago, that you've been using the wrong system for your archetype. And once you get this right, if your experience is anything like mine, you will go from being a note taker to more of a note maker. You will go from dreading visiting that notes app that you've learn to hate, to loving living in your notes app every single day. That's my goal for you today, in part at least, for this episode. Now, first, I want to ask you to think about which one of these three sentences you most identify with. This is going to help determine your note-taking archetype. Now, let me, let me first preface this by saying you're not necessarily, all of us, one archetype all the time. We might sort of straddle more than one or maybe in certain situations, lean more toward one archetype than the other. But I think for most of us, there's at least one that stands out for us and one that we want to lean into most of the time. There's no right or wrong answers here. So think again about which one of the following sentences most resonates with you. Here's the first one. I enjoy planning and designing processes and frameworks and need a note-taking tool that allows me to easily structure 
my ideas. I'll say that one more time. I enjoy planning and designing processes and frameworks and need a note-taking tool that allows me to easily structure my ideas. Okay, here's the second option. I enjoy exploring and connecting various thoughts together and need a note-taking tool that allows me to easily grow my ideas. I'll give it to you again. I enjoy exploring and connecting various thoughts together and need a note-taking tool that allows me to easily grow my ideas. And here's the third one. I enjoy collecting and building a catalog of resources and need a note-taking tool that allows me to easily retrieve my ideas. And one more time, I enjoy collecting and building a catalog of resources and need a note-taking tool that allows me to easily retrieve my ideas. So three of the biggest differences there were structuring ideas in the first one, growing ideas in the second one, and the third one, retrieving ideas. Now, there's actually a fourth note-taking archetype. Uh, We'll get into that in just a little bit. But first, I want to explain in more detail these three. Now, if you identified with the idea of, of enjoying planning, designing processes and frameworks, and needing a note-taking tool that allows you to easily structure your ideas, you're likely an architect. So put that in the, in the back of your mind. Your archetype is architect, more than likely. If you enjoy exploring, connecting various thoughts together, and need a note-taking tool that allows you to easily grow your ideas, well, you're probably a gardener. Remember that. The third one, if you enjoy collecting, building a catalog of resources, and need a note-taking tool that allows you to easily retrieve your ideas, then chances are you're a librarian. That's your archetype. So architect, gardener, librarian. I said there was a fourth. The fourth is one that we all probably uh, identify with at one time or another, and that's the archetype of student. A student might identify with several of these other archetypes or, or none of them or all of them. And as a student, you generally have a shorter term orientation, right? Like a test or a class or an essay. The student archetype wants something that's quick, easy, and accessible with regard to a notes app. And the student archetype is what we all probably default to when we don't have a whole lot of extra time, right? So say you find yourself in a meeting you didn't know you were going to be in, or you're viewing or watching a live presentation at a conference, you might uh, find yourself uh, leveraging the student archetype and the notes apps students that archetype might be more likely to use. Now, let's take a look again at each of the four archetypes, architect, gardener, librarian, and student. And let's discuss briefly what Notes app might make most sense for you, depending on your archetype. So if you identified with the architect description, again, that's enjoying planning, designing processes and frameworks, note-taking tool that allows you to easily structure your ideas. There is a plethora of Notes apps I could recommend to you for each of these archetypes, but I'm just going to recommend one. And for architects, I generally recommend a notes app called Notion. Okay. Now, Notion is an app I've tried and it didn't work for me. Why? Because I'm not the architect archetype. Simple as that. But if you identified with the description of architect, Notion is probably a notes app you want to try and leverage. At least give it a shot if you haven't already. Now, if you're a gardener, 
then there are really two that are kind of running neck and neck, in my view, with regard to the best notes app for gardeners. Again, gardeners enjoy exploring, connecting various thoughts together, need a note-taking tool that allows them to easily grow their ideas. I find that a lot of writers uh, fit into that, that category. If that's you, if you feel like you're a gardener, then either Rome Research or Obsidian is one of the two apps you want to consider. Rome Research has been around for a few years. Uh, and then Obsidian, a little bit newer, maybe a couple of years. Obsidian is the notes app that I use, and I absolutely love it. It's also uh, happens to be free, which is great. Now, if you identified with the librarian archetype, and again, that's the one that enjoys collecting, building a catalog of resources, and wants a tool that allows them to easily retrieve their ideas, then the likely best notes app for you is Evernote. That's one that virtually everyone has has heard of. And finally, students, if and when you find yourself in a situation where you've got to take notes in a hurry, you've got to get something down quickly, again, that live presentation type of situation, or you're literally taking a class and you want to take notes for that class, you might consider something like Apple Notes if you're in the iOS ecosystem or Google Keep if you're in the Google or Android ecosystem. Uh, an app I got a lot out of uh, when I uh, used to find myself in situations where I, I was taking notes for meetings oftentimes is an app for iPad called Notability. And that's an app that allows you to uh, record a meeting that you're in while you write notes or type notes inside that app. So the app can can sor- sort of multitask, if you will. So you're either writing, handwriting notes in the app, or you can type notes in the app. And at the same time, the app is recording the meeting or whatever it is for you, the presentation, what have you. And the really cool part is it syncs the audio with the notes you're taking. So if you were to go to your written or typed notes and you know tap the screen at that point in your notes, it's going to sync that point in your notes with that point in the recording that was made for the presentation you were listening to or meeting you were, you were sitting in. So one more time, architects. Notion's a great option. Gardeners, Rome Research, or Obsidian are awesome options. For librarians, Evernote's still probably the best option. And then students, Apple Notes or Google Keep, depending on which system you're in. And if you are in the Apple ecosystem, if if Apple Notes is not uh, robust enough, you might consider a note-taking app like Notability. Now, there are are two ways you can choose your note-taking app. We just talked about choosing an app based on your note-taking style or archetype, but you could also choose an app based on your use case. Now, I I kind of hinted at that already with with regard to the student note-taking style. That's sort of the outlier here. But with regard to the other three, architects, gardeners, and librarians, if you need to organize large projects and manage your productivity, even some structured uh, workflows or frameworks, uh, a note-taking app for architects is probably your best option. Again, the app Notion is my recommendation there. If you need to brainstorm new ideas, you may want to use an app for gardeners, uh, and those apps tend to be better for free thinking and creative work. These note-taking apps are particularly recommended, as I hinted earlier, for writers, uh, where the goal is not so much to retrieve ideas as it is to generate ideas. Again, the two options being Rome Research or Obsidian. If you need to store a large amount of mostly static information that you want to be able to retrieve easily later, then a library may be 
appropriate for that. So Evernote, perhaps. So architect, gardener, librarian, student, and the corresponding notes apps, Notion, Rome Research or Obsidian, Evernote, and maybe Apple Notes or Google Keep or possibly Notability. Now, what difference does this make really at the end of the day? I think it makes a huge difference. When I discovered that the app I had been using for decades was an app for librarians, and I wasn't a librarian as far as my archetype goes, it was revelatory to me. I realized, no, I'm more of someone who wants to grow my ideas. I want my ideas, my, my new ideas to connect with existing ideas. I want my ideas to grow organically. I want to be able to see how this thing captured over here uh, this week connects with that thing captured over there from five years ago. I realized that, no, I need an app like Obsidian that allows me to see my notes in that way. And when I discovered that, now that's that's me, that's Jeff, that's not necessarily you, but when I discovered that, it changed dramatically how effectively I took notes, what I was able to create from those notes, new ideas I was able to form and generate and brainstorm with those notes. They suddenly became more useful to me. As I said earlier, I, I found myself and still do loving going to my notes app and living in it every day versus dreading opening it like I used to do my old note-taking app when I thought I, I had to be a, a librarian and, and keep notes in hierarchies and file folders and structures. And that works for some people, but I, I realized suddenly that, oh, that, that doesn't work for me. It doesn't mean that something's wrong with me. It just means I'm using the wrong app, the wrong system. So my hope today in this episode is that you've learned a little bit more about why it's important to know which archetype you are and answer the question, am I using the right system or the right notes app that's going to have the biggest impact on my output and my, and my productivity? Now, ultimately, your notes app, the ones we've talked about here specifically today, act as your central hub. You may use a multitude of ways to capture thoughts and ideas, depending on where those thoughts and ideas originate, whether that may be a book, and that could be a physical book or an audio book or an ebook, or whether that's a podcast or whether that's a, a video on YouTube or whether that's an article on the web. You might use all kinds of different capture tools, but ultimately the things that you capture, the ideas that you generate in your mind, the, the things you want to get down, all need to come to a single place, a home base, a central hub. And that's what these notes apps I've been talking about today represent, whether that, again, is Notion. Obsidian or Rome Research or Evernote or one of those apps I, I mentioned for students like Apple Notes or Google Keep. You've got to have one central location where all that information lives. You're no doubt familiar with the concept of, of getting things done, the book by David Allen from years ago, and how it's important to use your brain to generate ideas, not to store ideas. And getting things done was all about getting your tasks, your projects, your to-dos out of your head and on paper. Well, when it comes to your knowledge, we need a system for getting that out of our heads. I found that when I wasn't using the wrong notes app to manage my personal knowledge, I was trying to use my commitment tracking system, my getting things done system for my personal knowledge, and, and that wasn't any better. 
Now, through the cohorts that I've led over the last several months, note-making mastery, I found that some people like to combine their getting things done system, their GTD, with their PKM, their personal knowledge management system. I'm one of those folks who likes to keep those two things separate. So I have an app I use to track my to-dos, my tasks, my projects, my commitment tracking system. I use OmniFocus for that. And there are a plethora of options, as as you no doubt know, for tracking to-dos and projects. But I want to track my personal knowledge somewhere else. Again, as a gardener, obsidian. I don't want to convolute the place where I do my thinking with the place where I need to track my to-dos and and my tasks. To me, writing is thinking. I like to use my notes app to do my writing because that's where I also do my thinking. Just a couple of days ago, I came across this great quote related to that whole idea of writing is thinking from a man named Leslie Lampert. He said, if you're thinking without writing, you only think you're thinking. I love that. If you're thinking without writing, you only think you're thinking. That 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 sums it all up. And that sums up this solo episode, which I haven't done one of in, in like forever. I hope you got a lot out of it. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did and you think you might want to explore this topic further, I recommend my Note Making Mastery cohort. The next one coming up in, I think, October or thereabouts or sometime before the end of the year. And we'll no doubt be doing it again in 2023. But if you'd like to get on the notifications list so you're first to know when the next Note Making Mastery Live cohort comes together where we learn about concepts like this one and how to better connect and collect and contribute to your notes and create with your notes and all those sorts of things, then just go to readtoleadpodcast.com slash list And there's a place there to enter your first name and your email address and then hit submit. And once you do that, you will be on the notifications list for the next Note Making Mastery cohort. One more time, that's readtoleadpodcast.com slash list. And for a summary of this episode, should you want to check that out, it's readtoleadpodcast.com slash 437 for episode 437. Hey, thanks so much for checking out the podcast this week. I really do appreciate you being here. That's all for this time around. Hope to see you next time. Until then, as always, remember, leaders read and readers lead. Read.